0: You are listening to Podcast U, live from East Mississippi Community College. I'm Hunter Mitchell. I'm Ethan Anderson. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we've all heard by now, uh, Sunday morning, Kobe Bryant and his daughter passed away in a helicopter crash near Los Angeles, California, and um, this was uh, a very tragic and sudden loss for the basketball community.
1: Well, and... I think it was a loss for just the community overall. Yeah. I think yeah. he, I mean, for me, he's had a bit, me and my buddy, uh, he, he's had a big impact on how we just approach, you know, everything that has come into our lives and how we handle it. And I think uh, with what he what he does or what he did and, How he did it was just ridiculous. I don't think there's ever going to be a Kobe ever again. I I don't
0: think so either. He's one of those guys that, you know, I admire him for several reasons. But one of them is when it's a close game late in the fourth quarter, you give the ball to Kobe Bryant and he's going to make something happen.
1: Yeah, I think he uh, definitely introduced more of the uh, ISO ball you see now. You know, I mean, like James Harden, Kyrie Irving. You know, one versus five kind of deal. I believe it, and I think, man, it's, he's just—he—he was—he was a beast, man. It's—and uh, it was crazy because I was sitting there in bed. I woke up, and uh, at about eleven o'clock, eleven thirty, uh, my friends blew up my phone that Kobe has passed away, and I— and it was—I uh, was shocked. You know, it's—you never really know what you got until you lose it with, like, especially with Kobe, man. That's true. That's was, true. Was, and go, go, ahead. You know.
0: Uh, I think something that, uh, another thing I admire him for is his work ethic. Yeah. He trained, you know, I mean, like he was competing for a spot on the team. Yeah, no, he <laughs> came in there like
1: a rookie every yeah, time. Yeah, he Man, did. I remember uh, this one time I was reading something. He, uh, oh, it was a speech by him. He was like, uh, okay, so let's say you wake up around uh, eight o'clock. You know, you breakfast, then you go work out from 9 to, like, 11, two hours. Then you got to rest for that part of the day. And then you go, then once you're done resting, you go to, like, 7, or, you know, you work out from 7 to uh, 9. You know, that's another session. Then you go to bed and restart. Well, he's like, what if you wake up at 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock? And you get a session in at uh, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Rest, you know, hang out with your family. Then you get another session in at, like, 12 to 2, and then just, um, and then like 6 to 8, and then one more at night. He's like, that's four sessions right there. And he, he just, oh, God, they, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. He's brought a lot of, like, for everyone listening, I assume you like sports and have competed or anything like that. He's he, he's definitely brought just the work ethic that we know and, and do today. Especially, and it's it's hard to beat something like that with him.
0: Yeah, I heard you know I heard a story about uh, Jay Williams, young kid right out of Duke. I think it might have been his rookie season. They were going to play the Lakers, and you remember the Lakers at this time, you know, were winning all the championships with yeah. Kobe and Shaq. And they were playing in Los Angeles in the Staples Center that night. And he thought to himself, okay, you know, I'm playing a championship caliber team. I want to go to the arena early and get some shots up. Yep. And uh, he got there uh, probably about, you know, three or four hours before the game, got some shots up, and he looks across the the court, and there's Kobe, you know, putting, you know, a couple hundred shots up before the game. And uh, I think later that night, they played the game, and Kobe had a, a fantastic game. Right, right. And after the game, uh, Jay walks up to Kobe and says, "Uh, you know... Why'd you come in early? You know, like, you know, and he said, "Because I saw you come in, Yeah. taking shots." Yeah. Like that's his mentality. When people talk about the mama mentality, yeah. I mean, he—you're just not going to outwork you. You know, you're just not.
1: Yeah, we. There was one thing he was like, he—he he just wanted
0: to make people
1: not even want to play, mm-hmm. not even want to play the game. Yeah. And that's professional sport. That's a professional. You're getting paid for it. These
0: are the best players in the world.
1: Yeah, and you're getting paid to do something you love. And he just wants to take that away from you. He is the definition of a competitor. Yeah, no, I think it's him, Tom Brady, Drew Brees,
0: and just people like them. Man, mm-hmm. you can't. You, it's you, you can't find them. This is a. This is a. Like I said, a very tragic. Yeah. Tragic loss to. An icon, you know, somebody people all around the world look up to and look up to for the right reasons. Especially with his daughter. Yeah, absolutely. His daughter that's another. another and everyone thing. else
1: in that in that crash, you know, he he had uh, everyone else in there was affiliated with the with the basketball team he was going to go coach. And I think it was uh, two. I think it was like four parents and two other kids.
0: And uh, a baseball coach and his yeah, wife.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That was the yep. other two, and uh, another husband and wife and their kid. And it's, it's just crazy. I've been reading a lot of stuff. I I read something today. It was the it was just bad weather, man. And yep. the pilot just kept going through, and you're not supposed to do that, from what I read. And he was, you know, and he kind of, you know, get COVID this game. But it's 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 tragic, man especially for the kids involved and the parents and the families. And, uh, I mean, just the world,
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure, is mourning over the loss of Cody Bryant. They definitely are. And, uh, you know, I don't know uh, if you watched the documentary on uh, Aaron Hernandez.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: On Netflix. I hadn't got a chance to watch it yet, but... Some of the things I've heard. Oh, I've just sat, man, I've, I've sat there and watched that. The, the first time I saw it, I've watched
1: that whole night. I watched all three episodes.
0: Oh, there was some, I thought it was just one long documentary. No, it's three episodes. Oh wow!
1: Now the way the way it's said is kind of cut weird. So like at one point it'll you know go further than what it's telling you, and then backtrack a lot. So, but it's just it's I think so it talks a lot about his upbringing, his. Uh, his his mental health as a human being, and uh, I think all of those are factors in in what he did, uh, especially the uh, the uh, mental health. You know, uh, he you know he came up from oh, where was it? Connecticut, I think. Yep, and uh, I'm not, uh, you know I'm not going to spoil it, but for you obviously, but yeah. Um, just with the CTE man how do, how do you feel about CTE how do you how do you perceive CTE
0: well I think it's I mean I think it's a problem in football today uh, you know the NFL's addressed it and the college game has definitely made uh, strides to type, uh, to try to take certain hits out of the game which I think is great but we got to really look into you know these young men. They put their bodies out on the line every week, and, you know, several years down the road, they're feeling the effects of it, you know? Right, right. And in some cases, it's hurt marriages and relationships with family. So, we really got to look at, you know, we made the game safer, well, but well, how are we going to make it, you know...
2: definitely tell you how i the project. How are we doing? Good, how are you? You guys been a, a
0: podcast? Yeah. Like a legit, yeah, like, it's not a, a project. No, it's like no, Spotify it's a and podcast. everything. Yeah. This is episode two.
2: Yeah. Are you ever gonna feature me?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you feature me right now, I
2: gotta do a couple calls and I'll be back. I swear. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> next segment, yeah, we you, have you just, uh, Coach Portes, uh on with us. Also known as Coach P, our linebackers coach, our linebackers coach here at EMCC. Oh, okay. uh, but uh, CTE, like I said, we we've made long strides. You know, the NFL's addressed it. The college game is taking hits out of the out of the game. In practice, we have less contact during the week. But like I said, this has hurt families. This has hurt marriages. I mean, we really have to do something extra about this, whether it be helmet technology or something, because people's lives are really. I wouldn't say destroyed, but boy are they taking a, infected. a, a they're they really being affected. That's for sure. That's a good word for it. Yeah, but, of, you know, one of the big first cases
1: was uh Mike Webster on mm-hmm. that Steelers team a while back. I mean, mm-hmm. a while back. Uh you know, he played center. And dude, the things I have you know, the movie uh Concussion, I think with Will Smith in. It. Yeah, Will Smith, the doctor yeah, he was, protesting the NFL. Yeah, because of It's like that whole Steelers team was messed up because yeah. of them. Uh, and I think just with Aaron Hernandez, I think he had a real bad case of CTE and how he grew up. And man, there in the documentary, he says he might have killed more people while he was at college.
0: It's just a perfect storm for him, I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean playing all of his life on the football field, no telling how many concussions he's really had. Yeah, you know. And I mean, as
1: a player, I can attest to that. I've yeah. definitely had some. That I didn't tell people about. Because you know, I want to play some more. Didn't want to, you know, get out.
0: What do they feel like exactly? I've never had concussion? one. concussion.
1: Yeah, because oh, uh, it could be a lot of things. Yeah, uh, for most people, it's nausea. You know, bright lights hurt them. A uh, ringing in the ears. Um, but sometimes, man, your adrenaline's just going, and you don't realize you have one until the game ends, and you know, you wake up the next morning, and you're in pain. Up, you know, in the brain, and it's tough, man. Like, it just having them. I've had at least maybe five.
0: Wow! And I've, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a freshman in college. Yeah. So. so and he's played in the NFL. Yeah, you that, know, dude, that dude for years. That, that dude took it hard, yeah. like a lot of them NFL legends we see, man. But what's surprising is he's still a relatively young guy and felt effects from it. You know, like I said, uh, as was, a young guy, yeah, he was, so these effects aren't necessarily super down the road. Yeah, he was twenty three,
1: twenty two, and it was just. A mix of the people he knew and just everything. He got hit in the head, and I think that's what happened to Antonio Brown. I, I agree. Th- I think after he got rocked a couple times, he... And,
0: you know, he is recently... Uh, he went to jail. Uh, yeah, he should. Uh, from he, what I've heard, and, and probably and getting life in prison. Had a uh, 100K bond. But something about... I, I read today, it was something about he was declared mentally ill or something. Really? Something, yeah, something like that. I have not seen that. Uh, he, he is, uh, I saw where he might, you know, go, I don't know how good of information this is. Um, because he, man, after, but after he might that happened go not. to maybe mental health.
1: Really? Yep. That's, that's crazy, man, because after the Raiders, dude, that was – and I thought the Raiders like, man, the Raiders are going to be the next big thing. Yep. And then what, it was his helmet that he had a big fuss over? <laughs> yeah,
0: his helmet, which could have easily been fixed. And, you know, he gave the Raiders front office a really hard time with that.
1: Yeah, well, okay, well, on the players' end, I feel like you need the right equipment. Oh, absolutely, I agree. You know, and the equipment you've been using is comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady hasn't changed his – Shoulder pads since college or something like yeah. that, you know. And I mean, it's it's comfortability obviously, but when it's outdated, man. Yeah. And that dude's been hit. Mm-hmm. I think Vontez Beerfick like knocked him out. <laughs> during the yeah. Game yeah. With that helmet. Yeah. So I mean, at some point, you need to,
0: I think, mature
1: a little bit, and you know, obviously, change your equipment for the better.
0: He d- yeah, he definitely could have, uh, you know, been. You know, he, he could have been better in that situation with the Raiders. But, you know, the Raiders could have also been better. Yeah. They, they need to give their players the best equipment so they can feel comfortable, so they can play the game, on, you know, yeah. comfortably. I mean, it's
1: – again, I think it just comes down to the way he's been acting lately is just how he's been hit in the head, dude. He's mm-hmm. been hit by some big people big bodies. I
0: think that's the danger in the NFL. You look at guys, they're bigger, faster, stronger than even on the college level. Oh, I and that's think, why I think you know it
1: results to high school as well. Yeah. Cuz in high school, I mean, if you're a, if you're a decent, you know, player and you might have some colleges looking at you, you're not going to want to come out. You're going to want as much film as possible and show them coaches that, "Man, I'm here."
0: And you say that about junior college?
1: Yeah, I mean, I spe- I think it I think it's way worse than junior college. Because
0: this is really your last chance,
1: isn't it? I mean, technically it could be. Yeah, yeah, you get two two years, maybe a year and a half. I mean, if you're us, you get a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, it's, I mean, when you see all them coaching on the sideline and you get up limping, oh, man, you can see them writing down something on their book, you know. But it's crazy because, I mean, you're going to go back out there. I mean, even if you're a prideful person, You're gonna go back out there, say you're fine, Mm -hmm. and it just—I
0: just feel like there's less margin for error in junior college than maybe high school. In that case, absolutely, because you only have—well, in our case, in Mississippi, I don't know about Kansas or Texas or wherever, but we only have nine games promised to us. Yep. You know, nine nine promised games. Yeah.
1: Those nine go by so fast. They do. It's ridiculous. There's
0: no bye week, so it's nine weeks. Yeah. And you know, high school we got eleven promised weeks. I mean it was almost a I mean, sort of like a, a college football season. I mean almost, you know,
1: and man, you can tell when people are feeling it just getting beat down every week. Yep. And you know, there at the end of the season, man, it's just if you ain't making the playoffs, it's just these are not these last two or three games are just going out with a bang at most, if you're not hurt. And uh it's just I, – I think it's crazy, man. Like – and I, and we got a game on Saturdays.
0: Yeah. Uh, homecoming's always on a Saturday. It's a tradition here. And playoff games are on a Saturday. So it's – junior college is weird in a way – The way it flips it, up the it schedule. It flips. And also, what's really strange about junior college, big-time schools play on Saturday, so the games are more spread out, you know?
1: Yeah. You get yeah.
0: the – you don't really get a weekend – so, it's just kind of like you play a game right back to school, you know? Yeah. Junior college, you play a game, you get a weekend. You can go home, man. The, yeah. Like, then back God. to school, and then, bam, it's Thursday. I can't tell you how many times I woke up, like, I went to bed on Thursday night from washing clothes after a game and waking up and it being, like, you know, Thursday morning, we're playing another game. Yeah. yeah that's it, what it, it felt it's, like. It's that's, crazy, how, that's how fast it goes. That's And that's the thing,
1: you can't get hurt. And I think no. I think that's what happens in the NFL. They just it's so it's muscle. It's like built into a player mm-hmm. that I'm not getting hurt. Yeah. Unless it's one you can't walk on, you can't physically get up from. Unless it's one of those. I feel like it's just that's how it's ingrained in a lot of these players. I mean, me including. I don't like getting hurt. There are times where I got leg width and I felt like something broke, but man, I'm fine. I'm getting back out there. Yeah. And I just I think that leads back to. Just coaching, like coaches saying, you know, there's a lot of things, but you know, at some point, yes, play through, play, play, play through being hurt, but you can't play through an injury. No, play no. through it. If you try and play through an injury, you're just gonna get hurt worse, man. That's true. All that's right? true. And,
0: and that's something kids don't really understand these days. That's what something. That's what parents and fans don't understand. Yeah, I think. I mean,
1: you know, I think kids in high school or in, in sports. You know, they're, they're at this seniors especially, they're understanding. Oh, if I'm hurt, you know, it's it's gonna be tough. You're gonna have to move some spots around and do all that. But I just think it's a big thing for the
0: for the fans and the and the um, everyone watching. You know, I'm fixing to get on a soapbox here, but you know, I played high school football in this state, and I think toughness is something preached in every program yes. in this state. Absolutely absolutely there's a line would you agree to like you said kids is just pounded in in them you know play through whatever you gotta be tough you gotta do this and that but like you just said when you get injured you can't play with it yeah you know you're just gonna get hurt more so I feel like kids these days are scared to say something because they may be looked on as weak oh
1: absolutely you know like right now I'm I'm injured yeah. i got I got a messed up shoulder and I can't yeah. I can't bench I can't do a lot of uh pressing like presses, mm-hmm. so you know I definitely you know feel like and I think it just comes from letting down a team letting down the team yeah like man I can't do a whole workout if like i'm letting down a team man yep um I mean obviously the stuff that doesn't require me to do any presses oh i'm I'm hitting every workout hard because I can't do you know presses right now, and uh I just feel like it's the peer pressure yeah. You know, I, I feel and, and, like that's, oh dude, especially in the NFL. Yeah,
0: it's the money. Oh, you're oh not that's playing? a motivation there. If you're not playing. You're yeah. getting no money. That's true. You know, and that's it's, true. Yeah, you know, that, that's a bigger motivation than letting down the team. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, because you're you you know most of these guys have families.
1: Yeah, and they got to care for them. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yes, they're getting paid a lot of money.
0: A I lot. Mean, we're not just talking about. Five figures, six figures. We're talking seven figures, yeah. sometimes eight. I now mean, these guys are you know, when you talk about, like you said, you know, not playing. Yeah. You ain't I mean you're you're not missing out on five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, know, you know, you're you know, not you, missing out on
1: fifty thousand. You're missing out on stuff that you support your family with. Yeah. I, mean, I know people who support like their mothers, their oh, dads. It doesn't just family. go
0: beyond their wife and kids. Yeah. It goes
1: you know, like that first know. game, the check, whole family the tree. First game check. Oh, dude, people are buying their mama or dad something. A house,
0: a car, something.
1: Yeah, and it's. I think that's what's kind of hurting a lot of these players. Not gonna lie, they they have they have done some things to you know. I, I feel like the quarterback getting hit rule has been kind of over. That's over, too much. Overdone. I mean
0: it. I mean, like, like I said, Matthews, what, yeah, it was like
1: three games in a row. Yeah. He put, precision tackling great form tackling they throw a flag on them oh man that's
0: well i think you know you you can put all these rules in place to keep from getting injured and protecting players you know heads or whatever uh which i think is great but it i mean it looks like we're overdoing it. it's getting to a point where we're not playing football anymore with stuff like that would you agree Uh, yeah,
1: because I feel like, man, college, I've seen quarterbacks get laid out. Oh, yeah, and nothing will be called. Yeah, not a thing will be called, but in the NFL, I mean, don't get me wrong, a lot of these guys are franchise players, they need their players, you know, a lot of big bucks go to these guys, quarterbacks especially, and, uh, you know, but I feel like if it's a, a good tackle, they're not doing anything extra, and if the quarterback hits the ground a little too hard, that ain't the tackler's fault. No. It's just momentum. Yeah, it's football. That's something you can't stop. Yeah. And I feel like they've kind of overdo that. And the refing this year, in the past three years, have been just terrible all around. Yeah. All around, every yeah. team. Yeah.
0: Not yeah. I mean, well, you can look back on some critical moments. Yeah. The famous Saints and Rams. or yeah. er, No no call. Yeah. No pass, no, no pre- call. Uh, the Des Bryant catch. In Green ago. Bay. Yeah. yeah. He coughed the ball. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> just, oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna start on rest. Like that's not even on the schedule, but yeah, but, we're, we're uh, just
0: getting on a soapbox here, folks. Yeah,
1: and it's it's crazy, man. Yeah,
0: and but back
1: on to the CTE with Aaron Hernandez and Antonio Brown. I feel like they could have. I feel like they 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 need to have studies. Like now, people are having uh like counselors come in and you know kind of check their mental health.
0: Yeah, which is great, you know, and the like, you know, I mean, the NFL is. Made a lot of strides to study it and prevent it. So is the college game. But there's got to be more we can do because we're still having problems with
1: it. I think it comes down to, uh, well, I can't say that. It's, I mean, you can only do so much yeah. in the NFL, especially in the game we play.
0: That's true. You're right. Absolutely. You it's a physical so sport. Much. But I feel like we can do a little more. Like, man, rugby? Yeah. Rugby does it right. Rugby does it right. Very form and precise Very form- Dude, I've
1: seen, like, people say, oh, rugby's the real main sport. Oh, man, he's scared. He's scared me,
0: because... Coach. This is live right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, we're, we're on. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. But, uh...
1: All right, hold on. As a East Mississippi coach, can you tell us what it's like to coach us, us
0: guys up here? And be around the managers?
1: Yeah, and just tell
0: us what it's coaching like.
2: Coaching the players... It's it's fun. I love it. I mean, obviously we do it. Um, at times I don't have children of my own, but I can understand when parents get frustrated with their children. Uh, but it's awesome, man. Can't complain. I mean went a lot last year didn't go as planned, but we plan on getting back on track. And the manager since I've been here, every year there's been my first year there were only really two managers that were pretty good. But I love them. Chris right. O'Berry and Samoa. I don't remember Samoa's real name. He was uh, he was from Mississippi, but he looks Samoan. I yeah, mean, ask Coach Collins, he looks Samoan. Last year, the 18th season, the 18th season, I can't remember who it was in the 18th season. Oh, we I had Payne George, your buddy. Yeah. I loved him. Uh Nigel. And I think I think those are the main two. Uh, the other ones though, I'm not gonna lie to you, suck. Really? They all were managers that were trying to be walk-on football players. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh my god And then
2: this year I got Hunter I got uh, Champagne Poppy I got Trey Brandon Rush Those are my guys And Austin With the first group (laughs) That's my core Yeah Yeah. Uh, Uh, So good
0: uh, managers this year I believe
2: so Good group This is since I've been here And when I mean good managers I mean as a whole Yeah Cause like you would've thought Like the guys that we had When I got here in 17 They were phenomenal but it was literally just them two doing everything. Ooh. It was literally just them two doing every little thing. I mean. That's tough. And last year, was we had Pena and Nigel. It was just like two or three, and forgive me for whoever I'm missing. But this year, like, as a whole collective, like, you know how we just have one guy, uh, Snug, that left? And yeah. Was like, other than, like, last, the, in 17, everyone was like that, and then just two guys. right. Wow. Right.
0: But yeah, uh, do you mind sticking around for a little bit and talking some NFL draft?
2: What's that hit
0: me? All right, uh, you know we got the draft picks right here, and we're going to take a look into uh, Jeremiah's draft board. Uh, Who's Jeremiah? Uh, a writer for uh, NFL.com. Uh, All I know, Daniel Jeremiah. I'm NFL not.
2: i I mean, I grew up in Miami. I like the Dolphins, you know, the hometown team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I got to about elementary, middle school, I started really liking the Steelers. because I had a friend that was a big time diehard Steelers fan. He's got them tattooed, and they had a lot of guys I like: Joey Porter. Uh, this is before James Harrison. Joey Porter, James Ferrier, Troy Polamalu, Ryan. They had just Ooh, a bunch of guys: Jerome Bettis. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know you're talking about that. Willie Parker and Ben Roethlisberger is
2: my guy. That's my guy till I till I die. Really, Ben uh, Roethlisberger is my guy,
1: and then there came people. Patty Mahomes. There's people who do not like that man. Yeah. In in Pittsburgh. Why?
0: Because yeah, I know, I, from what I heard, He's yeah, been at three Super Bowls, one, two. I mean, do you want to go through the? Uh, yeah, the yeah. Top, go through, yeah, top, go through, top go through, ten, go to fifteen. All right, fifteen. Man. All right, we'll go to the top fifteen. All right. So Daniel Jeremiah, NFL dot uh, writer, he says Chase Young, defensive lineman from Ohio State, goes number one overall. What do you think? Negative it's going, I, I believe To the Bengals It's
2: going to be Are you asking me What I think Or who I think It's going to be
0: well, Who do you think It's going to be Or what do you think About yeah, Chase Young And who and I think you Chase Young I mean We can all agree He's a baller yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah, that man is I dope. think
2: personally He might be the best Since I've been around Because I know Some people are going to be Like oh well You never saw Reggie White Well yeah I wasn't born Okay <laughs> uh, Since I've been Actively keeping up With college football And all that even, like, with coaching and all that, since Javadin Clowney. I know his junior year was nothing like Josh White. Uh, jo- uh,
0: Chase Young. Chase, Chase Young.
2: Stone. I mean, Chase Young had a way better junior year because Javadin had yeah. checked out. I think he's the
1: best defensive end since that.
0: Really? What do you think?
1: Uh, man, I've watched a lot of film on that dude this year. Yeah. He's, he's a monster. I mean, you game. got... He's Wisconsin the, triple team. Yeah. And Wisconsin yeah. offensive linemen usually. Yeah, play yeah. Pretty good. No, yeah. they're always going to the NFL. Like yeah. I think everyone in that offensive line last year got drafted or yeah. got picked up in free agency. You, and they did everything to try and stay away from him. They yeah. triple teamed him in the past pro. They had a running back, a fullback, and a left tackle on him. You yeah. know what on that? you saw it. Yeah. It was it was filthy. That dude is is disgusting. I think he's every I think he's worth his
0: pick. Do you think he's uh, you think, so you, you, you
2: think, think, think he's going question? to the Bengals? Hold first. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying he's not worth the number one pick, but is he what the Bengals
1: need? I don't uh, think so. I think as Andy Dalton did at the end of the season, yeah, not not you know not the big bulk of it at the end, he kind of got better, quote unquote, to. Maybe stay there one more year. But I don't know. One if more year gets you f- fired Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't know if if he can. If Tell he me can, this
2: ain't the perfect storm. You know how it was, like, Ed Orgeron going to LSU. Yeah, yeah. Like, how is that not the perfect storm, like, Joe Burrow going back to Ohio? That would be
1: crazy. Yeah.
2: Gordon that, Ray's there. Ohio State fans love him because he never did them wrong. Right. Uh, his Heisman speech, like, he thanks all the Ohio State coaches, you know what I mean?
1: Like, goes back to the Bengals. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, but I think what they need now is definitely a quarterback. But I, I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah. But the pick is Josh. Uh, Josh.
2: Why do I keep on saying Josh? Chase Young. Chase Young. I keep on thinking Joshua. Chase Young is like, yeah, I think if they have a like, if for example, if they were the Giants, you're stupid to not take Chase Young. You
1: know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, you need
2: a defensive guy, but I. But, but if you need a quarterback. I mean, quarterbacks from freaking Pop Warner to. The NFL,
0: man, that's what you need at the end of the day. Yep, yeah. Right. So, number two, uh, Daniel has Derek Brown, defensive tackle, Auburn, Auburn, going to the Redskins. What do you think?
2: All right. That's juicy. Now, hear me out why. They got Darren Payne from Alabama. Yeah. They got – We went to Mississippi State. All right. <laughs> they got Darren Payne. They got Josh Sweat. Montez. Montez, Montez. What is it with you and Nate? Josh, man. That's a Josh on my mind. I don't know. Oh,
1: is he a recruit? We got no, I'm not,
2: I don't know why. Uh, Jonathan Allen. Yep, yep. Now, can, they can do some freaky stuff now. If, uh depends what they want to jump. I mean, Ron Rivera is going to go 4 3. He's not a 3 4 guy. What they got there is more 3 4. But I think what they're going to do is put Darren Payne at the shade. I don't know if Jonathan Allen will kick him at three. They'll leave him at end. Right. Move, uh, what's his name? The Mississippi State. Montez Sweat. Montez-, Montez Sweat. Sweat down. They'll, they'll put him back at how he was that state with his hand in the dirt, which might be better for him. I don't know. Yeah. And Derrick Brown would be – I mean,
1: that that would be pretty salty. That's a yeah. filthy be, defensive I think he should But, but – Hold
2: on. They need a – how old is that left tackle Williams they got?
1: Oh, Trent Williams? He, he's he's kind of up there. He's about 31. So is he, you know – and he's pretty good, man. He's He's been good for a couple of years, but he's been injury bound for, yeah, so for it's, a couple of years, I mean, too. Do you,
2: do you know? Do you want to take a chance? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, Derek, I mean, you want to talk about solidifying the deal, which I can see them doing that because that's what they did with the Panthers
1: And right. they were rolling. I feel like they can do that with, I think, in the next draft, they can wait one more year, uh, get a left tackle from there, but I think this guy, they got to jump on him. Yeah, I
0: agree.
1: Yeah, Derek, I, I he's I a like special talent. Derek Brown's a freak. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think you can get a left tackle.
2: Or watch. I mean, how much is Jonathan Allen weigh right now? I don't think they'll play him at three, but if Chase Young is there, then you can go Chase Young, Darren Payne, somebody from free agency, or someone you draft late. You know what I mean? So yeah. All you need is a three to just be semi productive, right? And Montez. That that's nasty. Yeah. That's something but that that'd be tough for a lot of offenses.
1: Mean,
2: Darren Payne and Derrick Brown.
1: Right. Yeah, right. I go. I got so, you. stop the run. So we yeah. all agree that you got
2: Saquon Park being in that division, you got Ezekiel, Oh, yeah. Elliott. The, and then you got uh and you got the Eagles under a ground and pound physical team.
1: Their offensive line is pretty stout at the Eagles. I mean they they you know, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, come on now. I think Jason Peters is still there. I don't know if he retired yet or not. That dude's old.
2: By the way, I'm honored to be on a podcast. I've never
1: been on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah no, you're our first
0: guest. Yeah, no, we're just starting this up. Yeah, we, uh, uh, like we plan like on getting, seven getting some more <laughs> um, But, uh, so we all agree that Garrett yeah, yeah, no. Brown should go to the Redskins. But yes. But how about...
2: uh but hold on, who else? Yeah, let's keep on talking. I mean, other than Terry McLaurin, they might need a receiver.
0: Yeah, they can... Well, yeah, oh, that's dude, the thing. They need an offensive weapon. There's
1: definitely an underrated guy over Arkansas State, that receiver. Yeah. I yeah. like that guy. A lot. I don't know if he's a... I'm well, not
0: top three, but I feel he like I'm get him later. Yep. Yeah, we'll get to him, from but next, all right. all right, for the Detroit Lions, this guy says that Joe Burrow, quarterback LSU, to goes to Detroit to replace Matthew Stafford.
1: Yeah,
2: honestly. Is Matthew Stafford going to retire? they going to trade
0: him. But <sighs> they got to do something if they draft Joe Burrow. I think he's they... just
1: getting tired of that place like yeah. Barry Sanders yeah. did. I mean, and Calvin Johnson. I mean, all these great players. I, th- I think that's pretty – I think that what... – I think
2: that – yeah, I think that'd be really cool to see. The chances of it happening, I don't know. Right. But I see. I would see the Lions going more with the defensive lineman.
1: Yeah, they, ne- they never had a if Chase Young is there.
2: He's gone.
1: Yeah, no, he's top three for sure. He's either gonna go to the him.
2: I, I can see them taking him or uh, if Derek Brown is there.
1: Right. Right.
2: That or a line. Their and, I, guys, okay. I'm talking about off, like, the, the bare minimum I see. I'm a football coach. I'm just letting the podcast now. I don't get to watch a lot of NFL football, but
1: from what I saw. Right, right. Football. No, we hear you, man. It's it's going to be a crazy draft year this year. It is. It's going to be interesting. a every year is crazy. Because we
2: talk about all this now. And then, for example, then the draft comes. You find Derek Brown falls to, like, the 30-something pick. And then you find out he, like, failed a drug test. Yeah. This one guy that nobody knows about from – William and Mary I'm just saying like flies up the draft boards and
1: you just right. like what the fuck yeah, yeah no we hear you man it's yeah
0: we're gonna we're gonna skip to uh, well, pick well, number well, six with the Chargers well, why are we skipping six because who's this- what?
1: No, you know who's the one before that who's going before yeah. two right? uh, just a a. Uh, a uh, let's see oh you're taking too long the podcast fans don't
2: like <laughs>
0: Isaiah Simmons from a Clemson ooh, linebacker ooh, to the Giants. To, that dude's good. I've, I've watched to the that, Giants, that, yes. that, that,
1: that national championship. He was everywhere.
0: Yeah, That's pretty. he was everywhere, up, man. But I wanted to go down to the sixth because this, this is very interesting.
2: You can't, you can't skip.
0: <laughs> That's why there's the fifth pick and then the sixth pick. But this, is our, podcast, but before before this is our podcast. But this is our But this is our podcast.
1: I just feel like Isaiah Simmons is a very obvious. But pick hold on, hold on, hold on. Th- this is y'all's podcast, so
2: right. you don't want to do the fifth pick. Do you want to do the fifth? Pick? I like. I, I think we should actually. And I mean, the guest. The, I mean, the guest wants to okay. do the fifth pick. Right.
1: I think. I think we should do it. Coming, I mean, we got time. Okay. I think All that's
2: right. a solid pick. Uh, I think they'll go that or offensive line or
1: Yeah. No. Uh, the Giants. Well, they got Will Hernandez. I think last year, and he's, he's he's okay. A stud.
2: All right. When I was at FIU, we went up against. him. They had the only team UTEP, The only players UTEP had was Will Hernandez and Aaron Jones. Yeah, I watched. They uh, are the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I was first watching. play of the game, seventy-six
1: yard touchdown. Ooh, what would they run? You think he ran it to the left or to the right? To the left. There you go. Guess who oh, was on the left side block? Well, Hernandez, man, he left guard. That dude's filthy. Watch and him then he the, got. Then he pulled his hamstring. Yep. Didn't play the rest of the game. Yep. At the senior ball, dude, he just would destroy everyone in pass yep. play. If but if they got off the ball quicker than he did, he was, he was good, they were gonna win. But dude, he was. I think, I think they're going to get him a left tackle. That, I
2: like the pick. They don't have...
1: They got a decent center this year. Their center's, you know, he's, he's good. He's they okay. They're going to
2: go left tackle. Do left tackle, really right need a receiver? I mean, from what I've heard from the podcast guests don't know, Dale Vogel. Dale Vogel is a freaking podcast guru. Yeah. We're going to have him on. Yeah, I heard dude. him say something the other day. There's like 16 draftable receivers. So, we're the Giants restarting, you know new coach and all that which he's got a good foundation he's got a running back quarterback good defensive line I'd go either left tackle or middle linebacker like that
0: right next pick uh, for the Miami Dolphins Dolphins, your hometown hometown guy right here
2: now proud, this could be proud Miami you, Dolphin guy are you asking me who I want or what do, Both. what's the pick
0: Jeff Okedaya out of Ohio State cornerback
2: okay ask me who I want who do you want Realistic, you
0: nerd. want Tua, now, don't you? No,
2: you don't want Tua? Oh. I want Joe freaking Burrow. Oh, whoa, well, whoa, yeah, 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 man, I want that's, Joe Burrow. That's obvious. Um, man, I'm tuna, tuna, Tua is a phenomenal athlete. I just don't know, man. I mean, those hips, he's torn both of both of uh, his he, ankles, his ankles, the hip. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, everything. Quarterback wise based off From your footwork To your hips You know what I mean Right right And I mean He has some phenom- Which Joe Burrow Has the same the Phenomenal receivers At Alabama Yep But it was It seemed I don't
1: know A little iffy this year Yeah I mean, He had, uh He has Ruggs He has uh, Who was the other one I forgot Ridley the one. or Judy Rid- one of Jerry Judy We'll get to him Devontae yeah. Smith Yeah Yep. And Ruggs Is related one like, of our Players from last did year Yeah so. that? No I knew that The podcast doesn't
2: Yeah we have a safety here Cavante Ruggs He's brothers with Henry Ruggs Yeah Ole Miss Miss transfer I could see I could see The Giants taking An Alabama receiver Because Joe Judge used to work At Alabama Yeah Special teams coordinator Right You know what I mean The The connection Like Saban's gonna be honest With him Right But I say you go I do like for the Giants That line but go ahead. Oh, the Dolphins. Yeah, we were on the
0: Dolphins. Yep, yeah, on the Dolphins. Now we're on the yeah, uh, no, no, Los no Angeles. The
2: pick. Let's go on
0: to the name. <laughs> Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers select Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback, Alabama. I think it's smart pick.
1: I think uh it's Phillip, I
0: think it's smart, but he's a little injury prone, isn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: like we just talked about, but I think yeah. with Phillip Rivers leaving, that dude's gonna get a job in Miami.
0: I think. But I I, I believe. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, if two is there and Phillip Rivers retires. Yeah. yeah, And remember, there's also Justin Herbert, the guy, uh, oh, Jordan yeah. Love. Those guys might shoot up draft
1: boards. Yeah, after that senior game, dude. That senior bowl with Justin Herbert? Uh, I ooh, mean, that was nasty.
2: The His quarterback coach, I can't remember from a couple of years ago that left. It was right when he left, his production kind of dropped. But, you know, everything's off. I can see the charges taking Justin Herbert. Really? Well, oh. everything's predicated off.
1: Right, right. Because so, I mean, I've seen a lot of things where he might move to Miami with his family. No, and... he he's moving to the
2: to the Gulf, like in that Pensacola. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Oh, I might drive by and see him. Then. Who's next? We got someone for the Panthers.
0: We got the uh, Carolina Panthers. Oh, yeah. Select Matt Rule Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle, South Carolina. Yeah, I was about to I was say, gonna say defensive guy.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was going to say defensive. Like well, what
0: are the
2: D tackles are out there? By the way, you guys know he played at Jones.
1: Really? He did. Wow. I did not know that. Like, Mississippi Juco product. Yeah, How about that? Uh, the best product in the Well, what the are the
2: detail? Oh, I guess we're just going through this. Yeah, I can see it happening. Yeah. Alright.
1: He's
2: a he's a great player.
1: He's a he's a he's
2: a Bill Parcells guy, so he's gonna build everything
1: from the inside out. Wow, that's smart, man. I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The uh Arizona Cardinals with the eighth pick, they select CeeDee Lamb wide receiver Oklahoma. This guy is a beast. I love, oh, that that, that a, dude's ridiculous. That is my beast.
2: favorite receiver. Everyone talks about everybody else. That, oh, and I say that with him having a very disappointing playoff game. I agree. I, yes. I agree. Yeah. Yes. And I, not not that Oklahoma had a chance to come back or beat him, but he had some balls that he dropped that I was just. Yeah, right. No, I think I, he yeah, is that a game stud. Was, he's good, I think man. something that but,
0: sticks out with him is speed. His speed. Yeah. yeah he's but, really he's And you need to get
2: Kyler Murray – don't they have a horrible offensive line? Yes. Yes, he's not Forget good. Forget the receiver, man. you got to go the whole line. They're
1: not good. And the thing is, I think the Cardinals might get that left tackle from Louisville. Yeah, he's a monster. That dude. I watched film on him. He's 6'7", 380 pounds. 80? He's big. He's like uh, 350. He's I up there. Know, I don't know that 380. Is well, I don't know, man. Maybe at
2: the maybe at the combine, he'll drop down to like 340. I don't know. Trent
1: Brown is 6'8", like 380 for the uh, Raiders. Sure. And he's, he's, he's good. good. He's yeah, good. He is. He's a monster, and they they predict they they kind of got the same play style with how aggressive and rough they are. Man, I've watched a film on that dude Mika. Forgot he's from Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Or, no, 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 yeah no, no, I no, 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 John, some mean, man I know you're talking. Yeah, he's got a weird name, but that dude was throwing people yeah. on a film I watched. He was ridiculous. That dude's gonna, that dude's gonna be like, he yeah, ain't gonna be no Quentin Nelson on the offense line, but yeah. he's gonna
0: easily make his name for a Pro Bowl in the next couple of years. Absolutely, I think. With the ninth pick going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, they select Jerry Judy, wide receiver, Alabama, to help out Gardner Michoud I like down your, there. and I think it's smart. Yeah.
1: Jacksonville. I think, I think it's smart. Jacksonville's just a
2: whore. They
1: can do anything. They can take best yeah. available. Yeah. 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 They
2: might need a horn. They lost Ramsey. I don't think they'll go to of that high. I think they're in a
1: position where they could just take the best available. Right. I agree with the that. The whole line's not bad. They're decent, they're moderate. They just got uh they got Andrew Norwal from the Carolina Panthers a couple of years ago and he was pretty good on the Panthers. And um, the past couple of years he
0: kinda of dropped, but I mean what can you can't do? And with the tenth pick, the Cleveland Browns select Malachi Beckton, Louisville, offensive tackle. Oh, it's Malachi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah they, just, yeah they need They everything. need everything They need everything yeah, Something with the Browns Why did they fire Freddie Kitchens After one year Hold on We're not done With the draft yet Yeah I know I was just putting This out there real quick I just wanted to know Why don't you Give them another year
2: I think when they traded for Odell, and he's a first-time head coach, it was a lot. And he's a very laid-back. Right. I told you I went up there. He wants everyone to be themselves.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Coach uh, P, uh, Then you coach the Browns for a little bit? No, I didn't coach. I went up there for uh, OTAs. Oh, <laughs> OTAs. My I went bad. to there in the
2: Bills. But uh, I think it had a lot to do with everything. And, I mean, they brought in a lot of stuff. It's tough. Like, I mean, he just, remember, he was he was a quarterback coach I ended up calling Becoming an interim head coach and calling plays at the same time. So you had never done either. Right. He was doing both at once. All right, so you trade for Odell, which that is just headaches and drama. Right. Then you bring in Kareem Hunt. Remember the running after, back? Yeah, you after, take at, the, on that. at
1: the Chiefs where he, what, kicked and, a woman, I think? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. and, I mean, it, it was. I think it was just a lot, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's a tough thing to handle. as a. I think it's great. I mean, good for him. He's He got the tight end job with the Giants. Yes, yes, I think so. I want it. The university of Miami to hire him as the offensive
1: coordinator. Really, I I'm t-
2: Freddie Kitchens. I have met him and spoke with him three times for less than like three minutes. <laughs> but if you like you know when you talk to him like to, like he can walk into a house and you're like yeah, really? like, if you're a real quarterback. I can see why Baker loved him. Like this ain't just like some geek. Like all right, yeah, you gotta throw, you gotta hit the post when the guy. No, this guy played quarterback at Alabama. Like. He knows the lifestyle. He was a big-time quarterback. At the clinic, he was talking about how he's like, it's about accountability. You got to go to class. Not that I ever went to class. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's a, he's shooting you straight, and you're just, you're like, okay, this this guy's real.
1: Right. What kind of offense do you think you'd bring into the Miami as the OC? I'm Obviously. talking about university, man. Yeah. I think it'd be like what you
2: saw with the, I think it'd be a, a lot of gun, pistol. I think it He's, he's, he wants to sling that thing down the field now, but he's going to smash you in the mouth. It's going to be a vertical passing game yeah. based off play action. Kind of okay. like a lot with the Rams Yeah, laughing.
1: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. The Saints do the same thing, I think. Yeah, it is going to be more like
2: the Rams. You remember when... A lot of play action. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Who's next? Who we got? The Jets. For the 11th pick,
0: the Jets. Are we doing all 32 picks? No, no we're, we're doing first 15. 15. Okay. 15, yeah. We ain't doing all 32 Jared Wills, offensive tackle, Alabama. Now, I know He's this good, good, man. He's good. He's no the
2: right tackle, is
0: he? Yep. But if you remember, in the uh, 2018 Orange Bowl, play is a playoff semifinal against Oklahoma. He had about. Yeah, the penalty. Yes, yes. Yeah, but, that yeah. I mean, it, it was several in a row, and I'm like, man, this guy. Anybody, man. I mean, this Nick, man. guy uh is going to be chewed out by Saban, I thought. And I was like, man, I feel sorry for him. I feel like man. that man. Yeah, it was good. like fourth and one. He got the penalty and
2: became fourth and five, and then he kicked the field goal. Because yeah. <laughs> they were going for it. Right,
1: right. That's yeah. just bad luck, man. Yeah. I
2: just don't know. I think, he's a, I think he's a pretty good player. I mean, I've watched him when I watched the Bama game when I get a chance. So
1: yeah. When they run
2: outside zone, the way he reaches those defensive ends—that's the one thing that pops. Uh, this ain't me like rewinding film. This is just me watching it on the screen. I'm like,
1: my god. Yeah, he can reach block pretty good, man. He's he he'd be good to any any team that runs out like a like the uh, the, Falcons, the Falcons. The Falcons—they ran they run that a lot. Their center yeah. uh, Alex Mack is good at getting reaches and all that. They run a lot of zone stuff, so I thing think he's good uh, there. Do you go with a right tackle? I don't know. Maybe they
2: sign a left tackle in free agency and they
1: go high with a right tackle. I'm not even. Lie. I don't even know. Like I know a lot about the offensive lines the NFL. I don't know who is over there besides Coletti Osimhen. He was hurt yeah. for a little bit of it.
2: They knew, but I'm just. You know what I'm saying? A right tackle. Yeah. Like, maybe right now he's working on doing it on the. You know what I mean? All this yeah. Time, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: left. Alabama, dude. They they've made a lot of change. I've seen Alex Leatherwood play Every, left guard, left left tackle. I've seen. You know the same. thing is
2: that. Yeah, you remember a guy called Barry Jones? I think so. He played left tackle, left guard, center. He played every position in Alabama. I mean, It's like Yeah, yeah. He, he might on. not be a – which killed me. All those like, you're not going to be a top ten pick, but you're going to get an NFL spot. Right. And, like, he never – Well, he's, he's a broadcaster on. now. Oh, yeah, so yeah, he picked the right career.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good at it, too. Hey, yeah, he if works. I like
2: this podcast stuff, man, I'll retire from coaching it. This Man,
1: we gotta yeah, get well, we gotta get it big enough yeah, i yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you know, everyone on the coach to share it, yeah. to it and everything. Yeah, it's
0: uh you know, uh thankfully we got a lot of uh good uh reports from the first one. The yeah, first it's, episode, so it was great. It's money. an hour, but we can uh, I can
1: yeah. press it again and we can like sync episodes and all that. Yeah. So. Next pick.
0: Uh the or uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, Las right. Vegas. Henry Ruggs the wide receiver, Alabama. Did Makes sense,
1: receiver? man. I mean, they lost Antonio yeah. Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown, Mark Cooper's out of there. A <laughs> lot of lot of young blood over there. I can see Gruden. Ah, oh, yeah, it's got to be a receiver. I'll tell you
2: what. They're either gonna get him or CD. And I can see him going with Ruggs because he's a thicker body.
1: Right now, nah, man, I uh, love, I love, I love John Gruden, dude. I something, love, something about play, this guy yeah, that's
0: that's pretty cool. I saw him at one of our games on the sideline. Who? He was at every game. Henry Rose. He wasn't. He, he was not at every home game. Henry Rose was at every home game. <laughs> not at every home really? game. Really? But he was there for one hundred. One hundred. Oh, well. Did you speak to him? I'm,
2: yeah, I gave him. A, I gave him the, the sideline passes.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's a coach. Are right? you sure he was at every game? I'm
2: dead serious. He was at every home game. Are you sure? Like, okay, when we played at home, if they didn't like when they played South Carolina, D. yeah, Florida, I he wasn't here for that. Kivonte yeah. was t- telling me. About I'm pretty that. sure when they played at Auburn, he wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, other yeah, than yeah. that, he was he was here for at least four of them.
0: Oh, well, I always saw him once. So how many times? Because you he were working, dude. That's true. I was on he the was, field. He was playing. Yeah, I don't know, Bro, I, <laughs> was, I,
2: was, I was, was. I was putting in that work. I <laughs> saw him just because it was. um, before the game, because he came up with his dad or whatever, they wanted to see Cavante before yeah. the game, the first game and all that.
1: Yeah. The only thing I see out there is the college coaches with their book and the
0: person across the line screen. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yep. Well, we'll move on to the 13th pick, the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. Probably select, one, they're probably my favorite AFC. Tristan Wilfs, offensive guard. Really? Iowa. Yeah. That is interesting. That yeah. Iowa. It's just big Big like 10
1: twice. linemen, dude. They're big always. Line,
0: they're the best. They have, they have
2: like, a phenomenal offense on. But I guess you can never fortify it up enough.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is, they have Constanza at left tackle. He might not get a re sign this year, maybe, is what I heard. Obviously, Quentin Nelson. Big Q. I mean, just a monster. Ryan Kelly from Alabama. And he's he, he stepped Costanzo's up. Constanza's like 30. Yeah, he's up there. But. Ryan Kelly from Alabama who was pretty damn good. Now I can see them
2: going D line or corner. Right. I say D line a lot. I don't know if you guys can tell. I believe D line is like the cure of all. Uh, obviously. Uh, there's a DN out there for at Iowa. Espenza I can't remember his name. He's he's pretty darn on good. I don't know why I can see the Colts.
1: Really? Yeah, I don't I don't think and they the their weakest link right now is on the offensive lines, their right guard and he's pretty decent. I mean mm-hmm. he ain't bad. I mean their right tackle Brady Smith came from Auburn, he's pretty decent too. I don't yeah, know why he was he was pretty good at Auburn, I remember. Him. I I don't see why they'd get another guard. I think that's just a yeah. dumb pick. You could get guards later. Yeah. If you get a
2: guard in the first round it's gotta be David DeCastro or Quentin Nelson, those guys. Yeah,
1: I mean David is filthy. Same thing with Quentin Nelson, dude. He he's a generational talent at left guard. Some people compare him. not Now, don't get me wrong. Larry Allen is in his own league. But yeah. A lot of people compare him to Larry Allen. Yeah. Not the strength, but just the way they play.
0: Yeah. It's filthy. Yeah. Well, the 15th and final pick we'll cover.
1: We'll Rockers. go to... Oh, no, you skipped.
0: 14. 14 with, say, yeah. with the Bucks. Oh, did I skip? Yeah. 14. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers select DeAndre Swift running back Georgia.
2: You don't like it? It's not that I don't like it, but there's a lot. All right. <clears throat> First of all, there's a big thing going on. If they're going to pay and sign James Winston. He wants $25 million. Bruce Arians is like, you're not worth $25 million. So, that's a position right there. They could. I could see him taking a quarterback, but...
0: But who's that?
1: Herbert Love. Yeah, man, there's... There'll be somebody there. Herbert's going to go, like... I think he's going to go probably before 20. But... Oh,
2: not that DeAndre Swift isn't good, but you can find a running back later.
1: Right, right. That's the thing. Yeah, there's, there's running backs out there, I think. Man, you
2: go you could go O line, D line, receiver, safety, best yeah. available.
1: The only guy they got on the offensive line is or is Ali Marpet and from Obert or something like that, and then DeMar Dotson from Southern Miss. You know who's gonna sneak, oh, Southern who's Mid- gonna sneak into the oh, first four.
2: round because of the measurables? Raekon Davis from Alabama. Oh from Meridian, God. Mississippi, which you're not from.
0: Uh you're right. I'm I'm from Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Pretty close. But you're yeah. hey, not from
2: there. <laughs> so right. you're, he's
0: not representing me? No. Nope. Oh. All right. I know that for a fact. <laughs> okay. All right. But uh... So the, the uh, Broncos. The Denver Broncos With the fifteenth pick select Xavier McKinney, safety Alabama. How many, how many Alabama kids are projected Xavier Goody McKinney, for you know
2: what? How did I didn't get to watch him?
0: Other
1: I than I, I really like
2: him. Drew Locke when he's jamming out to music on the side. I really do. Yes,
1: that quarterback's pretty Is he good? He's okay. He play, he's okay. Was he good? He was okay.
2: All right, lad they drafted a
0: tight end. I felt like he could be way better. I feel like there's a lot of potential in that guy. Give <laughs> me the Broncos and get him a receiver. He is the fifth yeah. Alabama player to be projected to be drafted in the first 15 picks. Alabama owns one-third of nah, the that ain't right, first 15 I, I know, but I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's great forward. to see that. You know. another little an
2: fan that I really – Hold on. I just realized something. You know, whoever made this, you can tell them Coach P. They can send me an email or a text message. One player that will be drafted in the top 15. Is Grant Delpit the safety from LSU? Oh, yeah. How is he yes. not on this list?
1: Yeah, no, Grant Delpit. He, he, he ain't he, going
2: past six. Or he's seven. the
1: guy who got snubbed of the best DB award. I no, think he was. won it. Oh, he won it. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. The there. guy from LSU. Yeah, yeah, that dude's. He's huh? a 6'3",
2: 205 God
1: dang, that's the that, that he, guy's a stud. How is he not on there? How far? How far does I'm he fall? You, uh,
0: how, where's he at? I'm trying to look for him. Jesus, he's he's 26. Yeah, not happening. 26. Right
2: <laughs> I in can this promise you. I can promise you, he is not unless there's like a lot of crap we don't know about that went on in in the back, right? Back scenes, right? He is not. I mean, there's no way that guy makes it out of the top 10,
1: right? Yeah.
2: 26.
0: Okay. Wow. Wow.
2: Shoot, that's a pick. I think the Colts. The fans. Giants. I
1: mean. Giants. No, they need an O line. I think the, the Colts. Colts. I think the Colts need. Like, I mean, they got Darius Leonard. They got mediocre defense line. They need a defense lineman, obviously. Uh, but again, they I think they need a safety. Why no, as well. Who, who are the safeties for the Redskins? Oh, and Gen- or Jenkins. Oh no, he's with the Saints. Who who just went over there from the Giants? Uh. He's, I mean, he's not as good as he used to be, but oh, I forgot his name. He went over there. What talking about? Yeah. Said, you know, they might not take him. Because, I mean, he's not as good as he was in the Giants, but he's, you know, he gets the job yeah, done. Collins. Yes, 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 yes. But Delpit. From Alabama, I think. Yeah. Delpit. Delpit's got to be. I mean,
2: frick, the Lions.
1: There's a lot, man. He could go anywhere he's right gonna, now. I mean, that'd be good. Yeah, he's good, dude.
0: Speaking you know, of studs, we got a lot of them played in the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah, yeah that's why, for, that's why
2: they're in the Super Bowl.
0: That's true. That's <laughs> why I said that. But I think one of the studs you got to look at for the Chiefs here on the defensive side of the ball is Chris Jones. Of course, because of Mississippi State. Exactly.
1: But I, I, dude, I don't know what he's, it is. He's a great State, player. You know? I think Mississippi State produces a lot of good
0: deals. They do. They do. Montel- Hold on.
1: Dan Mullen. Aubrey
2: these under signed all these under-recruited, under-appreciated guys.
0: Really? That is a great job by Mullen. Yeah, he's, he's a good football coach. Is Let me ask you this real quick, and then we'll get back to the subject. Is a national championship in the future of Dan Mullen in Florida? Yes, sir. you think so? It might be this year. I mean, Georgia.
2: Really? I mean, I don't know. Not, I think they make it to the SEC championship. Wow. Okay. I mean, they George, get past
0: Georgia. Foster.
2: Georgia loses a lot. Yeah, I Georgia agree. Georgia loses a lot. And hold on. There's that left tackle. Oh,
1: Andrew that, Thomas. yeah, that dude is and good. And he's the yeah. right tackle. He's Isaiah good.
2: Wilson, that's like 6'7", 340.
1: Yeah, but, they're good, okay, good well,
2: I could see him going later, like, to the Seahawks. Yeah, and yeah. yeah
1: no, the Seahawks, yeah, Seahawks need, well, need well, someone. Well, hold on, hold on.
2: I can see them. I can see the toughest game for them this year being LSU and Tennessee. I got to
0: go to
1: Knoxville. Look, man. Yeah, Pru-
0: I mean, yeah. I'm both, look, but look. Here's the deal. Everyone Dan,
2: knows you can ask Hunter. I've been before they got hot since last year. You can ask Dale Vogel. I am a Jeremy Pruitt guy. Jeremy Pruitt.
1: Thank you. You've
2: never met me. I think you look super mean all the damn time. You got that squint in your eyebrow. But I would love to work for you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> but here, here's the deal, I've though. all I said, man. Dan cannot win the big game. Give him a chance, man. We did. We did. I've given him a chance many times. And and (laughs) you guys win the big game.
2: Mississippi State never has had the same equal amount of talent as Alabama and LSU. I agree 100% All right. So give the man a break. He just built that thing up. I mean, he had you guys ranked number one in the country for five weeks.
0: That's true. All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) But you were the number one team going to Tuscaloosa. Should have won that game in 2014. Okay, I'll sent you to the SEC
2: championship. And before Dan Mullen, where were you guys? Irrelevant. After Dan
0: Mullen, what are you guys right now? Irrelevant. Well, we're fixing to be relevant with Mike Leach, but that's that's a song for another time. Anyway, uh, getting back to the Super Bowl, wh- what's your opinions on it? What do you think? This is kind of a you
2: know, I like teams it. You don't
0: usually see in the Super Bowl. I
2: like it. Like you know, it. I got I, like I, I don't like it. I love it because it's. You got, like, the modern-day off, And I love Patrick Mahomes. You know, yeah. they're going to sling it. Yeah. They got, like, what the whole modern-day football is about. Yeah,
1: R- RPOs, yeah. just everything. Everything. Yeah.
2: I don't mean to take shot at of this because I know a coach that works for the Kansas City Chiefs. But, okay defense. Right. And then you go to the Niners, and they're, they're mean.
1: Yeah. All right? They, We're going to line up. Run that ball. We're going to line
2: up. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to run power to the right.
1: Yep, yep.
2: And I'm going to tell you that every single time. And you're just not going to be able to stop it. Yep. And then the way they built up that defensive front, I mean, Bob, that is one of the best D-lines i ain't seen in a while,
1: now. Really?
2: In the NFL, I mean, the Seahawks were good when they had Michael Bennett, like when they had the, the Legion of Doom. But I'm talking about as a defensive line, in the last what five or six years, has there been a better one? Nah, no, I, I mean those guys are just the
1: Force Buckner, Joey Bosa, and they just
2: rotate like DJ Jones before he got hurt was a starter.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he was, wasn't he? specific product. Yeah, yeah, I mean, got a rep, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, we're that's finna, we're right. finna end by the app. If y'all want to keep going, I can just press record after this one. Yeah. It's up yeah, to you can. man. But yeah. I, that
2: that that that's what intrigues me that they're both complete opposites. But right. Kyle Shanahan like watching the game the the way. He calls, not just when I say plays, everything, right, but on. the run plays. you
1: got to stop it that way. All right. We're, we're we back. Have, yeah, we're back. Yeah, We've we we um, got an hour limit.
0: Coach Feet, you know. But hold on. We, we're talking about the
2: Giants, the Giants, the Niners, and the Chiefs. Yeah, the, the yeah, Niners yeah, yeah, yeah. run well, game. Yeah, the Niners run have. game. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Feel they got that. that. They got I mean, that, and this is my thing, what I love is their tight end kittle. Because people are like, oh, you're crazy. Like, don't get me wrong, Jimmy Graham. Phenomenal athlete. Travis Kelsey, phenomenal athlete. I don't think they can block what they do. My my favorite tight ends, all right? Gronkowski. All right, everyone knows him for a catch. He can block. Yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Jason Wynn was good. One of the most, I think, underrated tight ends in the last, he's retired now, maybe 10 years, to me was Heath Miller. You guys don't even know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. He He played for who? The Steelers. Oh, okay. He was there for like 10 years. I mean, he can block. He can. That's my thing, man. Like some of these guys, I'm like, bro. If you can't, if you can't get your hands dirty, like yeah. no, you can't for me. You can't play for me. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's not gonna happen. If you're a tight end, and I want 11 personnel on the field, that's what. If I was an offensive coach, that's where I, I want 11 personnel, like with Gronkowski. Right. That you gotta treat him as a receiver. You gotta treat him as a tight end. And when he's got his hand in the dirt, by God, he's pretty much an extra
1: tackle. So, I mean, I've, I assume you've seen. Have you seen the video where this dude pancakes someone and he's laughing in his face while he's doing it? No, on the mic. Oh, Is it mic'd he, up? I don't think he's mic'd up. But oh. he, no, I mean, he flat backs this dude. Oh, hard. Like, a, like an offensive lineman. That's an like a guard, dude. Yeah. You he know, destroys
0: that man. It's, I, it's funny. And, and I think it's important uh, these days more than ever for tight ends to be multidimensional. And yeah. I like like the, the tight ends for the
2: Ravens are legit. Oh, Mark Burnley, Andrews and Alex uh, Hurst. Like yeah, they are the real another one that went unnoticed, not unnoticed, but I guess he was with the Saints for a while, and then he was with the
1: Patriots like in the like just Benjamin not, Watson. Ben, that's Benjamin Watson was a yeah. hell of a tight end. Yep. Man. He was good, man. Yeah. He can run. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he was our our red zone threat and for he, a minute and he could he could man, he could get down a very good. And you too. got Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz, he's he's and And, like, what an the Eagles are too. doing
2: now, you know what, the Ravens are doing it, but they're doing it more with a lot more RPOs on read because Lamar's College more stuff, athletic yeah. than, than uh, Wentz is. And I'm telling you this from as a defensive coach. When you got 12 personnel, what's 12 personnel? You got one running back, two tight ends. Yep, yep. That never come off the field, and he can line up in any formation. He can line up in doubles, trips, yeah. and twins and all that. It makes life hell. Then you got to lose motion, guys back and forth, and shit. You can pretty much get into any formation you want. That's what made the Patriots real good when they had Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. They never had to come off the field. It was 12 personnel. When you think 12 personnel, you're thinking, oh, heavy run, heavy run. You know what I mean? Think of old school football. But when you got guys like that, you don't know what they could do. I mean, they, they, right. they could pretty much line up in doubles and the gun and all that. Yeah, so, play action, dump it over yeah. the
1: top. That's, I'm telling you, from a,
2: defen- a defensive coach's perspective, I mean, that, that's, I want 12, per, I mean, 11 right. and 12 in person, like, 11 personnel. If you got one tight end, like with Gronk and all those guys, and what I think the best of, 2017 when we played Northwest Community College, they had a tight end named Pro He's at TCU right now. Yeah. He never came off the field. He was 6'5",
1: 240. Really?
2: And he ran like the receiver. And he blocked. They ran counter. Oh, it was, it was pretty. It was clinic tape. You could go watch the film Really, I need to make a highlight. I don't know. Who I need to talk to you about that. Go up there and watch the way Northwest ran counter on us with that. Type. And it also helps that Damian Lewis, the right guard, yeah, calling, the LSU, going to be like yeah. a, a first or yeah. second is round kick. He <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
2: he's good. Yeah. Okay, he's yeah, good. yeah, he went
0: and started on you know one of the best offensive, or the best hey, offensive they, line dude, in college
2: football this year. And in this certain situation, I had a 5'11", 190-pound nickel in for a Sam linebacker, and... Oh, my God. I'm sure you could just use simple physics yeah, to see no, who won that, that one. that is disgusting. <laughs> he's, he's the real... I'm telling you, with my own, he is the real... How big is he real? He I is think, 6'3",
1: 320. Really? That would be a big man. He's definitely a guard
0: yeah, in the NFL, man. Well, going back to the matchup, who do you think has leverage in this game? Or is it even, you think? Uh... I'd say the Chiefs and uh
2: not I like Jimmy Garoppolo but I mean, Patty Mahomes has horror. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think and I, mean, I think they can do enough to help protect them. I don't know. at all I don't know. I I really think this game can be a coin flip. Well, the I
0: think is they're
2: they're, they're bottled. They're lightning in a bottle, I mean. That's true. They can be down 21 points which
0: they've, they've proven
1: in the playoffs. Well, I think uh with the Chiefs offensive line they're I mean their right tackle probably one of the best right tackles in the league right now besides uh, Ramchek and uh, Johnson it's going to be tough Uh, I mean because if you're able to slide enough people to that one side on Bosa and Buckner but it's not just oh I know I know it's everyone I know there's everyone on that team you know what's
2: crazy they don't blitz a lot
1: no they don't uh uh and if anything, I think I think we've only seen them like send maybe one linebacker, two at most. Sometimes it's crazy. But it, well,
0: it'll be interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, you look at I make mean, good Super Bowl.
0: I mean, it's, you know, I've liked the Chiefs all year, but you look at them offensively; they're second to none. They're one of the best. They're obviously one of the best in the league. But defensively, I think, like you said, they're very mediocre. So does that give the Niners the edge in this I, game? Given that the Niners have the better defense. And yes, they have a blow offense, but they can still put up points. Does that give the Niners the edge? I mean, I think the Niners'
2: offense is just, I don't think it's below average, but I think it's, it's smart what that OC does. Like the, the last game, he went through. Like he's like, they can't stop the run. Yeah, no, like, we're going to Why see am it? I going to do anything yeah. yeah. else? Yeah, no, it makes sense. And that running back, Mozart, yeah. is
1: the. Is. Yeah, he almost broke the uh, uh, postseason
2: rushing record. And like, if you see the way the the way they run their outside zones, man, like right when you, right when the defense adjusts to it, then they'll they'll run it another way with somebody else. Oh, I've seen it. End. No, I've seen it. It
1: was where uh, so the tackle it just plays mind games. Yeah, you know, and then
2: it, all they're doing when they see how you adjust, and they just set up another way for their offensive lineman or their fullback or tight end, whatever it is, to get a better angle on that
1: guy. Yeah, and I've seen. Uh, they ran one and it was like they brought up an extra uh, guy on the outside, run outside zone. The tackle just let him run by, and I think the, the uh, extra guy was like expecting the tackle. Man, best fullback in the league came up and cleaned him. Yeah, and he just got ran up to a linebacker and he broke off a big run, dude. It was, it's ridiculous about what they do in the run game, man.
2: But it, it'll be interesting. You never know, man, because they got time to prepare. You never know, man. Yeah, isn't that in? Like, I used to work for the linebacker coach for the Chiefs, so I hope he has the
1: boys ready to roll. Really? That's interesting. interesting. All right, we're going to cut it off there. We've been talking about an hour and seven minutes, so that's yep. easy. We'll just cop together. Yeah. All right, Sounds Coach, good. thanks for right, being on the podcast. No problem, yep, appreciate it. Hopefully
0: we'll have you on some more. Appreciate yeah,
1: absolutely.